Hello and welcome back. Uh, today I am going to speak a bit about uh, uh, air pollution, especially in Pakistan's uh, second largest city, Lahore, a uh, city of uh, more than 11 million residents. Uh, it's a big, big city, and uh, uh, it's uh, been traditionally hailed as a city of gardens. It is a uh, it has beautiful monuments from uh, the uh, medieval era to the modern colonial era. And, uh, you know, once uh, a place of uh, culture and learning and beauty, it has now emerged as an epicenter of country's severe air pollution crises. Uh, Swiss technology company IQ Air, which monitors air quality, in over 7,000 cities globally, consistently places Lahore at the top of its air pollution rankings. The University of Chicago, one study uh, uh, done over there, has estimated that the city's 11 million residents could be losing more than seven years in average life expectancy due to the hazardous air quality. This is really, really uh, a crisis of um, of mega proportions, and the response uh, to this issue of air, air pollution, unfortunately, is not as uh, uh, effective as it ought to be. Now, Lahore is not the only city in South Asia. New Delhi, for example, in winter months is also a city that becomes uh, heavily uh, toxic. Uh, its air is. Uh, uh, sort of uh, dangerous and hazardous. And uh, <clears throat> earlier, there were reports that Beijing in Asia was another uh, heavily polluted uh, city, though Chinese authorities have taken many measures in recent years to uh, sort of address this issue. Uh, but Lahore and to some extent Del Delhi uh, in India are still grappling with this issue. Now, coming back to Lahore, uh, the uh, officials have resorted to extraordinary short-term measures. Uh, for example, they, they've closed schools and markets in recent days. Uh, they have imposed traffic restrictions. And notably, they have uh, deployed a cloud seeding technology uh, to sort of bring in, uh, uh, you know, cloud seeding te technology involves the release of salts. Uh, from air, aircraft to induce the formation of rain droplets, a method that has faced skepticism from the scientific community regarding its effectiveness. I mean, it's uh, it's artificial rain. And um, the chief minister of the Punjab, of course, says this is a successful experiment. It's a good media blitz strategy as well uh, to show that, that that something is being done in the, uh, in the short run. And he uh, the chief minister claimed that the subsequent rail, rainfall after the introduction of this technology uh, led to a temporary re reduction in air pollution levels. Uh, so many thought that this was a glimmer uh, of hope amid the kind of crisis that the city faces and its 11 million residents. But critics say that government's response is akin to applying band-aid solutions without addressing the root causes of the pollution crises. Uh, Lahore has witnessed rapid disappearance of its green cover, its green areas due to urban development projects such as shopping malls, highways, housing societies. Local environmental groups have claimed that the city is, has lost 75% of its 
of its green spaces in recent decades, contributing significantly uh, to the current environmental predicament. Another major source is vehicular emissions. You know, it's uh, uh, the inadequate public transport uh, encourages the use of uh, automobiles. And, uh, you know, that uh, itself uh, is a major contributor to the air pollution crisis. And then there are industries within the urban areas which ought to be moved out of residential areas and city limits so that they don't contribute to this uh, uh, you know, uh, staggering levels of air pollution. Um, people are frustrated. They have, you know, media reports say that they, uh, uh, people are, are, you know, many residents of uh, the city are aware that environmental negligence uh, has led to this serious public health crisis. Uh, people have uh, been suffering from uh, respiratory diseases, persistent cough, sore throat, etc., uh, etc., et and children, especially. Imagine young uh, young kids growing up in such an environment. It's a lifelong hazard, so to speak. And uh, these uh, toxic vehicle emissions and uh, and burning of uh, seasonal crop re residue. Now, this happens in in uh, uh, in the province where uh, Lahore is located. It also happens in neighboring India, where they have put in some uh, restrictions. Uh, but you know, the farmers uh, sort of uh, burn crop residue in in large uh, uh, quantities, and that also uh, contributes to uh, the air, air pollution. Now, powerful interest groups, as always, are uh, a challenge. Are a um, you know, impediment in uh, finding the right strategy uh, to fix this issue. So, for example, transport and construction uh, interests, you know, those who um, sell automobiles, those who build roads, contractors, government officials, politicians, they want more and more roads, more and more, more flyovers, underpasses, uh, because that's how they can show quote-unquote development. So the entire development model is actually has failed and in my you know i come from lahore it has happened in my lifetime it's not something that has happened in like uh, you know 50 years ago or 30 years ago it has happened in the last two decades especially now uh, the um, uh, the people who know it, the economy uh, they know that you know uh, if you close supermarkets or local shops now that also causes a stress for the traders uh, for merchants and consumers and the losses uh, uh you know there's one estimate which says that you know once you close down supermarkets and shops early it leads to a loss of 35 million dollars and this economic setback therefore is another contributor to the economic downturn so there is a whole i mean it's a very complex issue now the government uh, has an environmental protection agency at the province level, at the national level. They have an environmental pr pr protection department, but sadly they're, they're ill-equipped, under-resourced to handle this uh, inter-sectoral uh, se uh, crisis because it's not just one department that has to fix this issue. You have to work with the transport department, you have to work with the energy department, you have to work with the industries department, with the labor department, uh, with the finance, you know, so it's a... It's a fairly complex uh, uh, thing, but it's not getting the kind of priority 
that it should get because at the end of the day, that is what states and governments have to do, protect people's lives, their right to life. And remember, Pakistan's Supreme Court, like many other courts across the globe, in Latin America, in uh, in the Western world, have said that, you know, environmental pollution or degradation is a threat to the right to life, which is guaranteed not only by national constitution, but also the Universal Declaration of Human Rights and other treaties that Pakistan and most countries of the world are signatories to. And now Pakistan is moving towards uh, a general election. In February, uh, they are uh, due to be held. And air quality concerns, unfortunately, are not on political parties' agenda. We don't, we really see a political party or politicians talking about this, this major issue. Instead, they are worried more about power mongering and, you know, the chess games that happen, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, you know, uh, this is something that ought to be a priority for both uh, Pakistan's elites, uh, Pakistan's governments, its uh, civil society, but also the international donors that work in Pakistan and provide assistance to the government of uh, Punjab province and the federal government in Pakistan. And I think it is time that there ought to be some synergy on this issue. And that is why uh, it is important to talk about it again and again, because until you don't really... Uh, get this message out, how is any change going to occur? So I think it's something that we uh, should be taking very seriously, uh, those inside. And, and remember that, you know, uh, because uh, we live in a in an era where global factors are impacting our climate, where uh, local solutions can only go this far. So Pakistan also has to get in contact with India, its neighboring country, which is a hostile quote-unquote enemy, and find a, a solution and way forward whereby both uh, the countries can work, uh, uh, both in terms of addressing climate change, you know, preparing for it, uh, adapting their systems, their uh, ecologies for it, but also addressing this urgent issue of air quality. And I think I'll, I've said enough on this. I'll be back with another topic for you. Thank you, and please do share this video. It's a public service message.